to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast, 16ozcanvas.com. That is our website. You can find us via Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. Get in touch. Let us know what your favorites are. Let us know about those artists in your area. Let us know what you think of this one. Episode number 21, Bainty Uno. Yeah. This week we're featuring Tim Oxton, art director, Night Shift Brewing, right up there in Everett, Massachusetts. That's what I'm talking about. Really enjoyed this week's episode speaking with Tim. As you can tell, we got along pretty well. We hit it off. Some good laughs, some good times, some good jokes made. But what I liked about this episode and speaking with Tim is one of our first where the art direction not only is about the labels, but Tim's also a photographer and does a really great job capturing the moment. He also takes the photos of the labels, the cans. You check out his work on Instagram, on the gram. Tim Oxton, Ox, the Ox himself, O-X-T-O-N, Tim Oxton. That's his Instagram handle. We'll listen to Sly and the Family Stone. It's a family affair. Because Tim works with his brother, one of the co-founders of Night Shift. So it is a family affair in Everett. And it's a great story. You'll hear all about that coming up soon. Remember, if you got a few moments, we'd love to get your feedback. We'd love to get your reviews. Head on over to iTunes or wherever it is that your local podcasts are served. Drop a couple stars, hopefully more than two. Five's a pretty good number. Now, what do you think? It's a family affair. We are one big happy family, and we thank you for being a part of it. We thank you for what we're doing here each week. It is a great source of pride. We just dropped the press release on Monday. We've got some amazing artists coming up for you, part of Volume 3, the third 12-pack. Maybe we'll call it Season 3, whatever whatever it is. We've got 12 more artists so that will get us up to 36 more episodes than we thought we'd ever have here. And we do appreciate that. And we do appreciate all the positive feedback that folks are giving us. It has been very exciting. And it's uh, well appreciated. So thank you, thank you, thank you. This is not made possible without you. It's not made possible without all the great artists, the great breweries, the great beer. So many people to thank and so little time. But we'll make sure that we make time each and every week to thank everyone who's making this project possible. So big, 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 big appreciation, everybody. Real quick, if you've not received the press release, get in touch with us. We'll make sure you get a copy of that. But we have 12 amazing artists from around the world who are agreeing to be a part of this for our third 12-pack. Again, like I said, 36 more artists than we thought would be possible. So it is humbling. Vincent Sapthu from Valhalla. Alex Peltz, who works with Hill Farmstead Brewing Company. Uh, Hill Farmstead Brewery, excuse me. Peltz Creative. Carl Grandin, the legendary Omnipolio, Lauren Grimm, one of the co-founders of Grimm Owls, Kevin Simo from Trillium Brewing Company, Peter Wano from Pipeworks Brewing Company, Tim Botchin from Side Project Brewing, Jake Alexander, Cellamaker Brewing Company, Nick Gamma, Firefly Brewing, also Hobsonbranding.com, Matthew Ryan Sharp, 350 Brewing Company, Matthew, thank you for all your help so far. It's been really encouraging, all your feedback. B.J. Wheatley and the crew down there at Raw Brewing had the pleasure of going down there this past week. 
some good folks down there, good beer, and one of the best crab cake sandwiches you will ever fucking have. It is top notch. I would drive all the way down to Cambridge, Maryland just to have that. I did do that. Drove all the way down there, but I did not know that I'd be having this amazing crab cake sandwich to go with these great beers. But anyway, and then Sandy Plunkett, Jackie O's Brewery, Plunkett comicart.com he's a comic book artist he's done some of the work for them and Jackie O's so many great stories so many insights to share we look forward to each and every episode with you but without further ado this is Tim Oxton Night Shift Brewing 16 ounce canvas episode number 21 enjoy hello and welcome to another edition of the 16 ounce canvas the art of craft beer podcast Really excited to have with us this week, Tim Oxton, who is the art director for Night Shift Brewing Company. So thank you so much for joining us, Tim. Glad we were able to make this work. How's it going, man? Hey, man. Um, It is going awesome. I'm sitting on my porch right now. Uh, I'm sipping a Night Shift beer, which sounds like an unnecessary plug, but um, I I mean, it's... uh, I am partial to it, so I like it. Um, But um, yeah, I'm sitting on my porch. Um, It's beautiful out right now. And uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm down the road in Connecticut, and you're up in Massachusetts. So this weather is this is perfect weather. I mean, the only way it can get a little yeah. bit better if there's like a little campfire, or maybe like a hammock. That pretty much wouldn't take it to the next level. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be better. But it's uh, well, right. It's all, yeah. It's only yeah. It's only Wednesday, so it's all good. Yeah. Now, now, what are you drinking? I am drinking a low talker. All right. Which is a um, a Kolsch. Um, it's kind of, it's a, hold on, let me look at, uh, I want to make sure I'm giving the right information here, but, um, it is a Kolsch style ale, um, but it's like fermented using like, I think lager yeast. Um, I could be totally wrong here. So, you know, don't quote me on that, even though technically this is, yeah, this is all, this directly, is, this is, this is quote city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, it has both lager and ale characteristics um but it's it's like i think it's absolutely incredible um and yeah i don't know i'm really loving it it's like a light easy drinking beer that has like a lot of flavor yeah and i and i i have noticed there's been like a pseudo german theme going on lately up there at night shift so that's been kind of interesting (laughs) it's true it's cool um I, uh, I think, so Rob, one of the founders is, um, some of his relatives are from Germany. Um, and I think, again, I can be wrong here, but I think one of his uncles lives in Fafenek, which is the name of one of our beers. Um, so he, I think he went to Germany and I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he hung out with the mayor of Fafenek while the mayor like drank the beer Fafenek, which was... <laughs> It's kind of cool and like kind of weird because the Papenek is kind of a strange word. We had a whole like I, I ended up making like a video series for us about how like no one really knows how to say Papenek. You look at the you look at the um, menu and it's I think it's like P F A F F E N H E C K or I mean something like that. Um, and you look at that and you're like I have no idea how to say that. And so we had a whole like video series on like someone approaching the bar being like, I have no idea how to say this beer. I have no idea how to order it. Um, but yeah, um, he's, I think, 
has some German heritage and they love German beer and we have a lot of German beers on tap. Yeah, I was kind of trying to do some research and it was like there's definitely a, a vibe of the of the German the German style, so that was really cool. Yeah. Now now how 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 long have you been, you know, working at Night Shift? Um so um it's kind of hard to like give a definite date because so I I think it was I started working I think like summer of 2015. Okay. I think I was doing so I was doing video production and I was playing in a band. Um I had like a I don't know, I had some little band recording projects I was doing. Um and it went it, it got kind of, I mean, it wasn't big, but it got kind of, you know, more, it, bigger than I had anticipated. And, you know, um, a record label from the UK was like, we want to pet your vinyl. And it took a lot of my time because I was like, oh, this is, you know, unexpected and kind of cool. So I want to ride that out. Um, and I was working part time as like a video editor and a motion graphics animator. And I think like the summer of 2015, my brother was, you know, in, my brother, who's the owner of, or one of the founders of Night Shift, um, he contacted me, and he knew I was really into graphic design, and he was like, hey, you know, I'm kind of in the weeds here, like, I have a lot going on, I have this label, would you have any interest in doing a label for me? Um, because I just, I have, I have so many things going on, and I just, I don't really have the time to do it right now, and it'd be so awesome if you could do it for me, if that's something you're into. Um, and I was super flattered and I was like, yeah, like, of course, like I would love to. Um, and I had never done anything like that before. I mean, I've done, I did motion graphics and stuff like that for commercial, you know, video, but I've never done like a, a like product design. And, um, it was kind of like, <laughs> it was a learning experience and I did a lot of, I did a lot of research and I, you know, I read a lot of books and I did a lot and I went online and looked up different stuff. And I made, I think the label is Maracuya, which is like a passion fruit. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like passion fruit ale or I, I, I don't really remember, but it was, it was a passion fruit beer. Um, and I tried to use the colors of passion fruit it was purple and like kind of like a weird yellow green. Cause if you ever, if you've ever seen a passion fruit, passion fruit look like weird alien eggs. And they're not, they're not good looking fruit at all. Um, and so I tried to just kind of draw from the colors of it instead of doing the fruit. Um, and I, I did that and, you know, he really liked it and he was like, awesome, cool. Like, that's great. Um, and then. And that, and that was, in know, a bot- that, was a, that was a bottle, right? It was a bottle. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, absolutely feel free to ask i mean i I'll, i will ramble um so no you're doing good you're, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. at any point i'm just gonna kick my feet up um, i'll just throw a couple words in here and that. Yeah. This is good. Sorry. Yeah. no dude it's good don't don't apologize um so um yeah so I, I did that and that was awesome um and then i forget what the next i think there was another label and he was like hey again you know i'm i'm in the weeds like can you help me out here and i i did another label and um, I was trying to, I think, get into photography at that point. I was, um, I was trying to do my own freelance business. Um, and I think at 
some point I was like, Hey, like, you know, if you ever need photography, I would you know love to come in and do some photography, you know, if you ever need that. And um, I think he was like, Oh yeah, totally. Like, you know, maybe down the line we'll need that. And I think maybe a few months later he was like, actually, you know, I think we're, we have, you know, the, the bandwidth and the budget for, you know, we're, we want to up our game basically um, beyond, I think at the, at the time um, the Taffer manager was doing, it. and he was actually a really good photographer, but he was also, you know, trying to manage the tap room and do all the other different right. things. And I think it was kind of like, it was just too much. And so he, he asked me, to, they all asked me to come in and I started doing photography a lot more. Um, and then I started doing labels a lot more. And then I started working with the marketing person and then, you know, she was like, you know, I, I think it was like once a week I would come in and do, you know, photography. And then it became like, she was like, Hey, can you come in, you know, once or twice a week? Um, and then it was like, can you come in three times a week? And then I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of having a hard time doing my video work and doing this work. Like, do you want to, uh, like, do you want to maybe hire me? Um, and you know, they were like, we'd love to. So, you know, they, they hired me, I think part-time for a while. Um, I did that for maybe a few months. And then I think the marketing manager at the time was like, Hey, like Tim's here three times a week, but you know, he's really here like five times a week because there's so much to be doing. There's like, you know, a million photos and there's a million labels and there's posters and all this stuff going on. Like, do you think it'd be worth hiring full time? And they were like, yeah, sure. Um, and then my, my brother, I think that <laughs> like some gathering and he was like, Hey, like, uh, you know, the marketing person thinks you should be full time. Do you want to be full time? And I was like, that is, that is my dream come true. So yes, absolutely. hundred percent. I will be full time. Um, and I think that was in, uh, I think August. August of 2016, um, and he and since then I've been full time, and um, it's been it's been fucking awesome. I don't know if I can swear. I don't know if that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Polish. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's been fucking awesome. Um, I love night shift. I love hanging out with my brother. Yeah, right. He's, that's yeah. He's that's like, that's a, yeah. That's best swear, yeah. That's awesome. like swear worthy right there. You get to hang out with your brother. <laughs> yeah right you know yeah um, he came to yeah. you and thought of you yeah and, and what i do what's interesting about you tim for the for our listeners is you're kind yeah. of the first i mean we we've had other art directors but what i noticed a lot about you obviously is is your photography and i think that's a different level i think especially with with night shift and where they're, what they're doing and stuff so i really i think it's really it's really great to see the 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 photos and how you're you know shooting them i think if you go to tim oxton on instagram there's actually one that's like kind of a quick behind the scenes of like the night shift instagram and just seeing how the the photos are made you know and it's really it's just really i love i love stuff like that and so i think that's just a great <laughs> great well yeah i mean anytime you get to see behind the curtain you know, i think it's really cool and i just you know i love there's um one of my favorite photos is the awake you know with all the coffee beans and stuff like that i think it's really oh yeah Really, that yeah. Was fun. yeah, it's just um, great, great texture. It's really, you know, complimentary. It just kind of shows like the the vision of the can and the label, and kind of brings it kind of full circle. And that's just a great beer, you know. So I think it's just an, wait. It's really so was awesome. that the one you're, you're saying it's sitting in the coffee beans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a funny story, actually. Um, 
And again, I, I will absolutely ramble. So if you want to cut me off at any point, please do so. I will not be offended. Um, yeah, well, just, if, if you room. tell yeah, if you tell a shitty story, I'm just going to edit it out, and you're going to listen to it later. Yeah, and be like, yeah. oh wait, like, I had this great story <laughs> about my brother. Like, yeah, it's going to be like, I started working there August 2015. That's all. <laughs> that's all you're going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I think that was before I started working full time for night shift, and I think I was just so my it's actually kind of cool. My grandfather was a photographer. Um. He won a Pulitzer Prize, actually, for photojournalism. Um, and my dad was a photographer. He was a photography teacher now. And I, like, avoided photography like the plague. And somehow it absolutely fucking found me, despite all of my best efforts at avoiding it. Um, and I absolutely love photography. But at the time, I was kind of, like, trying to learn the, the ropes and, like, you know, I was trying to figure out flash and experiment and it was in my room at the time. And I remember like, I was like, Hey, like I asked my brother and I was like, Hey, like, do you have any need for an awake photo? Like in coffee beans. And he was like, Oh yeah, that'd be super cool. Like, sure. And I was like, you know, if I buy like $10 worth of coffee beans, like, can you like maybe pay me back? He was like, yeah, like <laughs> sure. Do you like $10? Like that's totally fine. Um, and I remember like, at the time, I mean, I was like, you know, working part time and, you know, doing band stuff. So I was like, not rolling in the dough. So I was like, yeah, box, like oh, coffee beans, like, I don't know. And I remember I went to like, I went to like Trader Joe's or something, bought like a few tins of coffee beans and I found the cheapest fucking coffee beans I could find because I was like, I, you know, what, this is like, wait, this is like way before I started working for night shift. And I was just like, what can I do to like, I, I created like a fake project for myself. And so it wasn't even like they didn't ask for it. It was like, Hey, can I like do this for you? Because I want something to inspire me to make this. Um, and so I ended up like, you know, pouring beans into like, I think it was like a box on my floor or something. And I ended up like Jerry rigging some like weird, flash and it came out like i was so happy when it came out but if you saw like how it was set up it was so hilariously weird and i don't know just looking back on it now and like how like you know i i i feel like i know what i'm doing now and i have like oh you know like equipment that i've like researched and i know how it all works and i'm like very confident and like all the photo like i take a photo and i know how everything's going to work out I look back then and I'm like, I had no idea what was happening and it worked out well. And I'm so happy with it, but it was just like, it was just like happy little magic. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The whole thing makes me laugh because it was just, it was so thrown together at the time. Well, well, keep, yeah, I think that's the best kind of stuff though. You're just like, well, I want to try this. I've already got the expense, yeah. the expense counted for here. And we get these coffee beans. Yeah, it, was like, it was literally like, it was $10 worth of coffee beans. I remember asking, he was like, dude, like, he's yeah, like, what? He's like, he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, is this like a bigger story we need to talk about here, Tim? Yeah. And he was like, oh, like, like, just don't yeah, tell, like, just don't tell mommy I asked you for, to buy these coffee beans. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was like two containers worth, but I was like, at the time, I was like, ah, like, I think I, I, like, I was just like, and you know, at a point where I was like, I can't, like, 
I don't want to spend like, you know, 10, 15 bucks in coffee beans. If it's like, I just, I think at the time, like the, the part-time job I was doing, like I wasn't working a lot at the time. And like, it was just like, it meant more to me at the time than it probably should have. And so I remember asking him and he was like, yeah, like totally. Dude. Like, go for it. Yeah. If I, um, if I ever meet your brother, I want to ask him like, uh, what did you think when he asked if you could spot him for coffee beans? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, the photo came out, I mean, photo came out great. I mean, um, I, I, it's still one of my favorite photographs that I've taken for night shift. And I think we, we printed it out and it's hanging in our office in Chelsea. Um, and it's also just a cool reminder that was like, you know, that was something that I did before I worked at night shift. And it was something when I was like, you know, just like desperately trying to make it work. And, and it, it did like it paid off. Um, and yeah. yeah how site how cool. site yeah how site like when you finally got that like to show that like you know <laughs> look at this. Like, this is fucking awesome yeah right this is where um, this is your ten dollars this is where you know you spend it on this right yeah ten dollars for like i mean a photograph that we i think it's probably still used on our website now um yeah it's an epic photograph and i'm super proud of it and mm. he i mean it was coming he was like this is fucking awesome like this is so cool um and it was, like, probably one of the turning points for me where I was like, holy shit, like, I'm pretty good at this, and I could I could do this. And that moment, him supporting me in that moment was, like, like very crucial to my development, and that was, that was cool. Yeah, because I think that some of the other ones that you do, I kind of play off of that, the, like, the ingredient, you know, background, you know, so it's probably... Yeah. That was probably the, you know... A chart temper I did recently, um, and... Um, same kind of thing where it was like uh i think it was like a background of lemons yeah, um, yeah that one looks and, that one looked a lot harder to put together that one i was like whew, that'd be, <laughs> that that was a lot harder that just seemed like a pain in the ass like having to cut all those like perfectly you know and like lay them down <laughs> it was i mean it was also really fun too um and again it's cool because they just trust me to they're like hey like we know you're gonna do a good job and so just we trust you to do that um but anyway, sorry, I'm 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 totally digressing. So yeah, um, this is more about label design. So I will I will uh, we can no 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 it's 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 about no no like that you know that's that's some big misconception folks make like it's not about like it's not about anything it's just about getting in, meeting somebody who does labels and we'll talk to them about All that. Right. But like I don't want it to be like okay. you know, yeah yeah it's more as like an art you know, you're an artist I like your photography. And that type of stuff. So, so yeah, that's well, that to you. me. Yeah, that to me is part of it. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Now, with the logo, right? Because well, I think one of the cool things, if we're going to talk about the labels for a second, is with Night Shift is the you know the owl. The owl's in everything. So like to me, that's always that's amazing. Well, and then, that's uh, amazing, and then it's got to be like completely you stressful. You might want to cut this part out, actually. Yeah, I didn't do the, I didn't do the logo. Well, no, I, I figured that from that your, I figured that from your timeline that you didn't because if you started at okay, fifteen, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, no. was like, I was like, oh, I, I, I'm gonna disappoint the shit out of you right now because I absolutely did not do the logo. No, no, yeah, but, I was gonna, um, but I was gonna sorry, say like that's that's like the hard part to me is like, like when when was that decision made that it was always going to be kind of there like kind of like it's kind of like fun ways to work it in but it's always you know it's yeah. always there um i'm not sure when my brother decided it um if you look back at all the labels it was always i don't think i mean there's 
there's never been a label where the owl wasn't there. Right. Yeah. Um, the night shift name at the bot. So it goes owl name, beer style, and then night shift brewing. So that's like their style um, sheet. That's then, like the style sheet, like how they do it. I mean, it, yeah, that's just like, I have, I have made so, so many labels. I could, I could, yeah, I could, I see it when I close my eyes. Um, and, and then, so the, again, then it says like, you know, ABV on the bottom and then, you know, night shift brewing, brewed and canned, and then the government warning and the, the, the barcode. But like the main, the main thing is always owl name, beer style, night shift brewing. Um, there's been a few that didn't have night shift brewing. Um, I think back in like the early, probably 2012, 2013, maybe 2014. Um, but since probably... I would assume 2013, it is stuck with owl beer name style, um, and then the night shift brewing. And I think you could look at that and be like, it's super, you know, um, restrictive, and you know, it, you can't really do anything with that kind of like hard set rules. Um, but I think actually, I mean, I think for as a branding purpose, I think it's absolutely fucking genius. Because there's, I feel like there's a lot of times you go into like, you know, any sort of like liquor store, you know, like the craft beer seller or something like that. And you, you look at the beers and you're like, okay, like that looks cool, but I have no idea who makes it. Like I, there's no consistency. And so you look at a wall of beers and you're like, okay, like that's a cool looking label, but like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who that is. And I think the brand recognition is cool because if you like night shifts, you can look at a shelf and see like very easily and very distinctly. You can look at it and be like, that's night shift. Like undeniably that's night shift. Um, and so while it is kind of restrictive and the label sense, I think it's super important to be able to look at a shelf and be like, you know, I, if, if you're someone who likes night shift, you can be like, Oh, like that's night shift. And I like night shift and I trust that they're going to do an awesome job. So like, I can see that from, you know, across, I can see that while walking in the door. Um, as opposed to, I mean, nothing against breweries that have that. I think they have their own thing going on, but I think it's, it's for me as a consumer, it's tough sometimes to look at a shelf and be like, I have, it's a lot going on and it's a really cool label, but like, you know, who, who made this? And I mean, I don't know. I, I like to know that stuff just cause it's like, you know, yes, yeah. it's kind of cool to know. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I like it. Cause it's, I, I just like when it's kind of a next level, I think, especially where night shift is, you know, when I first was introduced, you know, it was mostly the bombers and, uh, Really, I really like the Wises. Um, those are just great beers. Oh yeah, they're, they're like the old school labels. At least you know, they were previously. Now they're even that is kind of has new labels. We're actually it's, bringing those back. Yeah, no, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I saw the old school labels on some cans. So I thought it was kind of cool because there was beers <laughs> that weren't can. They weren't canned before. And I think that yeah, the, night shift. Bottles. Yeah, yeah, night shift's explosion is kind of really with the. You know, it kind of feeds right into the idea why we started doing this is because canning has become so much more accessible. 
And so there's so many more beers that you you, know, you guys are putting out that previously you know weren't available to people. And you can see you have your traditional, yeah. you know, you have like the more of the Whirlpool, uh, Santolini, and uh, 87, a couple others that have like their own can, uh, pre-made cans. And then you also use like the label wraps for kind of the, the, yeah. the newer next generation one. So it's really cool just to see that, you know, kind of the evolution of that, um, you know, how, how it's gone, especially for, for night shift. Cause I mean, it's amazing to see how many beers there are. I, I you know. I've yet to visit, but I've had drank. Yeah. I've, drank, I've drank many of the beers from there, and just kind of, it's, it's, it's impressive to see how many beers you know are coming out you know on a regular basis. And I, yeah. And yeah, right. yeah. No, no, yeah, no, I was just, no, I was just gonna say with the with the label like that's that that's what I really like because that style of always having used the owl, but I mean you have like the eight bit owl, you know, with the rock and roll you know you have uh <laughs> yeah. you know even even and now there's like you know some of them have a little more jokes in them you know low talker a little seinfeld action you know you have the, <laughs> the, the the et one you know phone home like so i think it's really really cool <laughs> All right, all you cool cats and sisters out there, you are listening to WCAN. This is the canvas. Yeah, gotta have that funk. Ow! All right, all right. You have just landed upon the mothership. My name is AJ Kearns. This is the 16-ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast. We keep it funky, we keep it fresh, and hopefully we keep it interesting. So we are back now. You got your first flavor of Mr. Oxen himself, art director over there at Night Shift. And what I like about Tim is he's got a good energy to him, laughing, we're cracking up, telling stories. And he loves his job, man. And it's just a great path, just how he got there. I mean, I love, like I said, a family affair before. I love, you know, the idea of working with, you know, with his brother. I don't know about you. I mean, family is key. I love my family. I'm proud to be a big brother, proud to be a father, husband. But being a big brother, to me, would be amazing to work with my siblings. So I think that would be incredible. So maybe one day we'll put together a little, you know, Kieran's family endeavor. You know what I'm saying? So... Gavin, Shannon, Taylor, if you're listening, let's make that happen. That's our that's our squad. But anyway, you're listening to Tim Oxton. TimOxton.com. You can go to his website and learn more about his projects, his photography, his still lifes, the moments he's captured on the street with strangers. We'll talk about that coming up. You also go to NightShiftBrewing.com. You can find them on social media also. And then you can also find Tim there as well. Tim Oxton with an X. Team Oxton. Tim Oxton is the place. But you're listening to 16 Ounce Canvas, the art of craft beer. We are moving and shaking. We've got some really positive feedback from the press release. So we're talking to some folks. Hopefully, we got some news to share with you in coming weeks. We don't stop, folks. We need the punk. We got to have it. But again, thank you so much. It's humbling. We really appreciate it. So let's just get right back into it. We've got some good stories to tell from Tim. Don't want to ruin them all for you. So these middle sections are always hard. Cause it's like, should I tell it? Where's the spoiler to come in? We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen for you. But again, Tim Oxen, art director, Night Shift Brewing. 
learn more about him, his process, photography, how he gets that stuff. And, you know, one of the things I love, one of the lines he talks about is when he, you know, taking how seriously he takes it because he knows all the hard work that others did to make that beer possible. And he doesn't want to let them down. And I just think it, it's genuine. It, it's kind of, you know, it's definitely um, makes himself vulnerable. You know, it makes himself, you know, opened up to that. And I really liked it. I just think it was really kind of honest. I think it was really shows that he takes what may not, you know. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're doing it here, to show that this is really an art form, that I think it's something really unique. And all the little subtleties and kind of nuances that when you pick up that can for the first time, maybe you just crush that beer, you know, then and then it's sitting there. Maybe it's sitting there empty and you're looking at it. Who knows? But I hope as you look at it just a few more seconds, maybe you'll appreciate something. Maybe you'll find a little Easter egg that we didn't know existed. Whatever it is, we hope you realize that there's all the great artists that are out there making it possible, helping to bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. It's really simple. The art is not simple, but it's just that simple. Art you know, it's beautiful, and it makes you happy, it makes me happy, and then you, you know, mix in with beers and some cocktails and some friends and family, community, bam, there you are, so it all starts in your hand, 16, 12 ounces, whatever it is, 750 milliliters, maybe it's a 650 milliliter, maybe it's like a random special release, maybe it's a milliliter we've never seen before, I don't know, but whatever it is. There's some great artists out there, and hopefully you do a ch- take a chance to appreciate that. Take that last sip a little slower. Or maybe just take another second before you throw it out, like we talked about with uh, with Jason Burke throwing away his art. Open up the fridge, have yourself a little mini art show, and we'll be glad to be there with you. So thank you once again. Let's get right back into it. Tim Oxton, episode number 21, Uno. Now, now with with the, the labels, because somebody said, you know, there are... In, the distribution, like you got, it's, it's increased. It's not just brewery only now. So that's that's interesting, right? Because the ones you have to send out for distribution have to go to the TTB and get approved. So that's that's kind of fun. I mean, obviously you're not doing anything. I, I, don't, I don't think that Al would be offensive to anybody, but it's just kind of cool just, to, <laughs> just to, the fact that now they're kind of out in the wild. Obviously cheesy yeah. Al pun intended there, but yeah, yeah, it was yeah. It's been really cool. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Um, it's, uh, I mean, like back to what you said about producing a lot of different beer styles and a lot of different beers. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, like every week I show up and they're like, oh, you know, like, I mean, we know very well in advance, but, um, you know, I have a schedule of all the beers that are coming out and, um, my coworker and I, Gene, um, we work, we're like the marketing department with my brother and we all, you know, meet and we discuss different beer names and then we're like, okay, so, you know, it's a, it's a Kolsch and the Kolsch was, um, it's, I think it's like a, it's a ale that's, um, that's bottom fermented. So it's like, a, hence the low talker. And we're like, oh, like, you know, it's kind of cool it's like a Seinfeld reference it's in relation to the beer um like that's kind of a fun name and so we go with that and then um actually hold on sorry uh I'm not just the edit point or whatever I'm not totally sure on the Kolsch so the I I don't I don't want to use that quote because I'm not if I'm not totally right on the low top I'm almost positive 
But if I'm not 100% right... You're, um, you're correct. Low Talker is a brand new Kolsch style ale. Okay, I just I just wanted to make sure. I just, if, if I wasn't right, I just didn't want it, like this to be like, you know, like my brother's like, dude, like, why are you talking about Kolsch? Why are you talking about Low Talker as if it was something else? Um, so I'll start again and say that... Um, so... Um, you give me a lot of credit. So, like, you, like, you think I'm going to be editing like this all like sort of crazy and multi-track and all this stuff. You're, we'll, we'll be fine. Just, just keep talking, Tim. We're good. Don't worry about it. I'll give your brother a call. And be like, it was good. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, I care so much about Night Shift. I just want to make sure that the, you know, the, yeah. the, best, the best image is going forward. But um, I'll, 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 I'll shift gears and say, um, so... Shark Jumper, um, which was a um, lemon, a Meyer lemon IPA that we put out. Um, we named Shark Jumper because we felt like, you know, um, like a fruited IPA was kind of like, you know, very, very trendy and like kind of just accessible. And we thought it'd be kind of funny. It's like, you know, if you're doing a fruited IPA, it's like jumping shark. Like you're, you're kind of selling out. And we were like, <laughs> like, let's like, honestly, I think Shark Jumper was fucking incredible. And it was like, I drank a lot of Shark Jumper and I think it's amazing. But people, I, I mean, people didn't think that, but we were like, you know, let's just kind of make an, like a funny, like tongue in cheek reference to the fact that we're making a fruit IPA and call it Shark Jumper. Um, and so like, you know, for that beer, it was like, okay, like, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm totally losing track. I, I, I got all distracted by the uh, the whole Kolsch. conversation about I'm just gonna, yeah. by the Kolsch thing. I got distracted, and I, I apologize. Um, but, but yeah, um, if I assume the yeah, shark so, jumper, right? I mean, I, I have a I will, let's flip it. Do you know what the the shark jumper reference is? Like, do you know what that's from? I do actually. Um, it's from Happy Days. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, we can still be friends. And uh, good. the Fonz, man, he jumped a shark, and they were like, <laughs> it's so That's terrible. The series went real bad." Yeah, it's so great. There's like a whole, yeah, like a whole thing about it. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's so great. Yeah, I think um, there used to be. I think, so be, I think there should like be. A, yeah, I think there should be a website. It was like jump the shark, and it was basically just like every episode where like it went wrong. Like, I think one was really? like, yeah, I think one was like, um, what was the one with Alex P. Keaton? What show was that? Um, Alex P. Keaton, I, I don't know. Uh, Michael J. Fox, Alex P. Keaton, uh, but like when they brought in, like, uh, when like they had like a baby, it was like you know like season four they had like a baby or like they adopted somebody in one of the uh, shows. It, it was it was great. Yeah. Uh, shit, I know what you're referring to. Um, yeah. Family oh, Family God. Ties. Okay, Excuse cool. Me. Family Ties. That's what it was. That's what I thought it was. Family Ties. Yeah, okay. yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like all oh, that. Yeah. It's all that type of stuff. Like when like oh they had like Andy like the baby. Someone <laughs> had turned. Yeah, it's like a whole... from like legit to illegit. Right, right. It's like oh yeah, or like they have like, I think Roseanne when they had like the the second the second Kelly or something like that, like shit like that. It's pretty funny. Like they just like didn't even yeah. like acknowledge it and just like one day it was a totally different actress. It was just like all right, we're not even gonna mention it. <laughs> so that was like, I mean, I guess that was the thing we were like trying to go for like you know, yes, we're doing it for your IPA, but like, it's really good. And so like, I guess we wanted to kind of like just acknowledge the fact that yes this is like a trendy style but like yes it's also totally legitimate and we're doing it because we believe in it and 
I mean, obviously we're putting it out because, you know, we released it, but like, it was kind of like our way of kind of referencing the fact that yes, this is a trendy beer, but also like, it's really delicious. Yeah. And I think, Um, and also, I don't know, it was awesome pop culture reference. Yeah. And I I think that one of the, again, I I haven't been there, but just even just talking to you, you know, we've, we're hitting it off and just looking at the pictures on the websites and stuff. It seems like while, you know, you guys enjoy each other and kind of enjoy that like family, you know, how passionate you are about night shift, but it just seems like you guys are, you know, you're working really hard, you know, uh, Tim and I are talking, you know, a little after 10 o'clock at night, he just got back from, you know, at the brewery, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, that really, I think that resonates with people, you know, it's fun and it's, you know, it's not like, you know, super serious. I mean, make, cause once the beer is made, that's like the super serious part, you know? And so it's, and it's like, okay, we're having fun trying to think of a creative new way to, you know, incorporate the owl and, you know, do, yeah. do different stuff. Uh-huh. So I think that, I think that, you know, and that's a big part of what you're doing, you know, with the marketing team and, your art direction i think it's a you know it's a good it's a good mix it's not just you know pictures of beer it's uh, of the folks who are making it and you know you showing the appreciation for everybody's hard work so i really i really dig that about what you guys are doing thanks man yeah i mean it's cool because i like um i think so like going back to shark jumper i think um like for that it was kind of cool because like that's a good example of like being i am involved in like the all facets of the the branding of it so like you know we we come up with the name and then you know shark jumper i was like okay like how can i how can i represent shark jumper on the label without being like really hokey um and so i was like all right like you know it's a meyer lemon ipa and i it's you know called shark jumper and you know i i feel like sharks have to be involved and but I, I don't want it to be like, you know, super cheesy and like, you know, I don't know, the owl like wearing, you know, skis, like water skis and like going over a shark or something. It's like, I mean, I thought about it. I like, I, I drew her up and I was like, okay, like that looks terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, there's definitely I, a few like comps or <laughs> early sketches of like, you know. Yeah. The owl's I mean, I drew fonts. it up and I was like, oh, that looks horrible. And like, you know, I'd be embarrassed to show that to anyone. So no, I can't go with that. Um, and, and that's like the ultimate question. Like, you know, would I be embarrassed to show this to someone? Yes. Okay. Go with a different idea. Um, and so I think I, 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 um, I found these super cool, um, like etchings of sharks from like, I think like the early 1900s and they were in public domain. So I was like, okay, like, you know, we can use them. And they're really awesome looking. And I was like, all right, like I'll use them for this and I'll, you know, position them in a way and use different colors and kind of like, if you look at the label there, they are on either side of the owl and it kind of creates the shape of a lemon. Um, and they kind of, you know, surround the owl and they're the color. I think it's like, it's, um, it's like, kind of a golden yellow and a kind of like mid-grained orange and it i don't know i I think it's very simple um it's aside from the um the font and the text it's just these two sharks um 
But I think given the name Shark Jumper, I thought that like going minimal would kind of like go a long way. That it's kind of like, you know, it's a very it's a very specific reference and it has a lot of connotations. And I thought having like a crazy, you know, label with, you know, again wearing like jet skis and you know, crazy sharks jumping out of the water. I was like, you know, that yes, that could be a label, but I thought going kind of really simple and really minimal would kind of emphasize the fact that yes, it's a funny name, but like also, yeah, we really take it seriously. And this isn't, you know, some throwaway beer. It's a beer that, you know, we've, we've really thought about and we've really considered. And it's a beer that we take very seriously, despite the fact that it's kind of a funny name and it's, you know, a different kind of style for us. It's something that, you know, it's, it's everything. This is like, you know, it represents a lot for our company. And I didn't want it to look like, I didn't want the label. If, I feel like if the name was ridiculous and the label was ridiculous, then it's like, it's too much. It's like, oh, well then, you know, you don't take it seriously. And I, I felt like a crazy name and a very simple, minimal label was it i i feel like it created a a good juxtaposition like like funny name serious label it's not too much and i was i guess for that one it was like i i wanted to err on the side of like pulling back given given how kind of like you know funky the name was yeah and i think it's really really solid i gotta do a double take you know i, I first didn't even notice that that was a i think a regular shark and if i'm not mistaken i think one's a hammerhead but it's really oh, yeah. it's like really subtle because it almost looks like um like an ink you know kind of an ink blotch type of a yeah you know, rounded so i yeah I, I i dig it and like i said that fo that photograph is is really great too you can see it on night shift uh, timoxen.com yeah now how is that now how is your kind of your process like when you're creating like what are you making these labels in you know are you an illustrator is an illustrator are you hand drawing and then yeah, scanning um, them in how does that go um i usually so i'll sketch it out um i'll i'll print out a bunch of blank labels and i'll kind of sketch on it because i mean the size of the owl might change and the like subtle positioning might change but for the most part, the elements around the label are probably going to stay the same. So I print out, you know, like five blank, white, you know, white and black um, labels. And I'll sometimes go to the tap room or I'll go, you know, um, just in different areas or at my desk or something. And I'll just kind of sketch out ideas where I'll be like, okay, like, you know, um, uh, like, um, like call this act, for example, was our, um, our, uh, Cremail. Um, and so I was like, you know, it's, we call it cul de sac because it's kind of like a, it's an old, it's a, it's kind of like a um, nostalgic kind of beer style. And, and we were like, you know, cul de sac is kind of like a 50s. It, it reminds you of like that era of like, you know, the, the atomic era. Um, and so I sat down and I was like, all right, like, how can I, like, what reminds me of this? Um, and sometimes I'll, I have like a bunch of different books and sometimes I'll look through different books and try to like, you know, feel different, you know, vibes or inspirations. And I'll be like, all right, like, okay. So like for cul-de-sac, I was like, all right, 
what remind like what what do I think of when I think of like the fifties and sixties and I'm like, well, you know, different kind of like, you know, a Cadillac and a Chevy and that kind of um design. And, you know, like uh like kind of I, I wanted to look kind of worn, so I was like, you know, like I, I didn't want it to be white, I wanted to be kind of like a cream colored like worn looking thing. And so I was like, all right, like I I looked at different paint can labels um, from the 1950s and I was like, all right, like that's super cool. And so I, I started kind of pulling from that. And so I started, you know, drawing up labels where I was like, all right, like that, you know, weird paint cans from the 1950s, like I'll, that like weird stripe across it, like that, that looks pretty cool. And so I'll pull from that and I'll be like, all right, like a Chevy, like a nine, like car, like I feel like car culture in the 1950s is huge. Um, so I was like, all right, I want to, I want to incorporate cars. Um, so I'll, you know, do a rough sketch of like a weird, you know, iconic 1950s car. Um, and I'll kind of think of color palettes. I think that I kind of went with like a seafoam green, um, which is like really, uh, it was like a, it was a very classic 1950s Fender guitar color, um, seafoam green. And I was like, that's, you know, also really indicative of the era, like our 1950s Fender guitar, when like rock and roll was kind of like, kind of being figured out. Um, and so for all the, I mean, all of those elements, I mean, it's a simple label and, you know, you would never, it sounds pretentious to be like, oh, all those elements came into this, you know, simple design label, but like it, it does. And, you know, I think it's, you can look at it and be like, oh, it's just like a label and, you know, it's a beer, but like, it matters. And I think, I think that's why I think night shift is so, I think so popular, maybe so successful as we are, because like every facet of our thing is so intentional. Like I don't, it's not like I just wing it and I'm like, Oh, whatever. Like cul-de-sac, I, you know, uh, whatever I'll draw, I'll draw a cul-de-sac. Um, it's like, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that like the brewers and all the all the other people at the brewery I spent so much time on this beer that I wanted to be represented as powerfully as the idea is and as the beer is and so you know I I think going back in history and looking back at these kind of references like you know um like low talker you said it's like a Seinfeld reference but it's also like a reference on like you know, different German art from the 1960s. Um, and I mean, maybe it's not like, you know, maybe that stuff is not super crucial, but I think like pulling from those references is important because I think, I think it's not just a throwaway label. It's like, there's a lot going into it. And I hope that, you know, that intentionality is, is evident that it's not, like the beer is very intentional. The labels are very intentional. Our tap room is very intentional. Our menus are very intentional. And like everything we do is like meant is it means something. Right. You know, I think it's smart. Um, I mean, cause especially now more than ever, while it's as amazing as it is, there's more breweries in this country than there's ever been in our history. And so I think that, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. You can make good beer. Right. And so, but I think that, it's a whole experience, and especially having a, a tap room and having people come there. I think you're trying to create more than an experience and just kind of buying beer and bouncing out. And so, 
If I look at the, yeah, the low, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. If I look at the low talker one, and, and, and you mentioned more. the 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 art, you know, it reminds me of kind of those pieces where you'd see the almost the two images in one. And a lot of times, you know, where the faces would create something. <laughs> and then, yeah, has kind of that like a, a um, like a chalice or like a lamp or something in the middle. I think it's what optical illusion. Um, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the art movement. Um, yeah, I was, was, I was hoping you were, I was hoping you were like slam that from. one home. Yeah, I was hoping you were to slam that I one know, home. I wish I could. Um, uh, if if I had a computer in front of me, I could look it up in a second. Um, and right now, I'm just it's it's escaping me. Um, but again, it's it is a very specific. It's the design of that was very specific. Um, and it wasn't like, oh, this looks cool and it's funny because you know two faces and talking and you know Seinfeld or something. Um, it, I I hope that there's some depth to it, um, like there is depth to the beer. Like it's not like you know like our the the cream ale isn't just cream ale. It's dry hop with Amarillo. It's not just it's there's always something that's beyond you know, your standard beer. Um, and I, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to all the brewers if I just kind of mailed in a label that was like, you know, like, ugh, like whatever, you know, Seinfeld, I'll just do, you know, <laughs> Seinfeld's face on it or something. Um, and I feel like, you know, again, they're pulling from tradition for that coal shale. They're, you know, they're pulling from, you know, uh, years and years of, of different beers and different recipes. And so to, you know, throw out a label that I spent 10 minutes on would be, I feel like an insult to all their hard work. Well, you're doing them a proper service. Now, how does that, how is the, how is that process for, you said you have a schedule, but how far in advance, how far in advance, you know, do you know what's coming down the line versus, you know, Um, to, to like, yeah. Um, pretty 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 far in advance um it changes but for i think we've we've gotten ourselves into a pretty good rhythm where uh typically there's like a we i get like a month out um or like a a few weeks at the very least um and granted there's a lot of labels going on at all times because we are you know we put out a lot of different beers but um i'm given a pretty good like lead time on different uh different beers so i'll get to talk to like you know the brewer who brewed it and you know why he wanted to brew it and his inspiration for it and i'll get to talk to him about you know just different stuff and then i'll get to look into the history like you know the coast and i'll get to look at the time period of you know when it was you know brewed and i'll i'll get to look at the different art movements of that period and i'll i try to kind of pull in those different things and you know, fortunately, because I'll have that 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 amount of lead time, it won't be like you know, hey, you know, we're we're brewing this beer and it's coming out two days from now. Pull out something. Um, it's they give me a pretty good amount of time. So the labels that come out have gone through you know different. Uh, usually, by the time they get printed, they've they've been a a pretty significant amount of revisions and I'll send them out. And, um, uh, my brother, the marketing, um, head will kind of give me some feedback and I'll be like, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure if this is working or, you know, maybe 
um, focus more on this element or, uh, you know, this maybe try this color scheme or just different things. Um, and it's awesome because he lets me, for the most part, do my own thing, but he kind of gently pushes me in the right direction. Um, and sometimes at the time I'm like, oh, like, uh, like I thought that was awesome. And he'll be like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's working. Um, and I'll be like, oh, but it, it is. And then, you know, at the end, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that it came such a long way. Like, I at the beginning, I thought it was awesome. And, you know, as it went through the, the, the different reviews and different um, different feedback, it'll come to a, a different place. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, you know, that it's so much more than I anticipated it being. Um, not that I didn't think it wouldn't be great. I'll just be like, Oh, like, I think this was great. And then it'll reach a different place through all the feedback. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like I'll sometimes surprise myself. Or I'm like, wow, that like, that came out awesome. Um, like cul-de-sac, I, I think when I, you know, I started doing, it, I thought it was awesome. And then, you know, I, my brother and I, you know, uh, discussed it a lot and you know different revisions different you know changes and i remember some of them i was like oh i don't know i don't know if that'll be better i don't know if that'll be great and then by the end i'm like oh shit like <laughs> like i'm just like i think call this act is awesome um and i i really hate you know grandiose like you know braggart statements but i i think that i think it came out awesome and i'm super proud of it and i think the process that got it to where it was, um, made it better. Um, and I think the process that we have assures that it's awesome. Um, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think, I think the, has that very, has a very retro, but like clean, a little bit like faded, you know, like scuffed a little bit and the colors that you choose. Now I'll preface that with saying, and the listeners know this, I'm colorblind. So, I mean, I do see it, but Oh, shit, I, I don't see no, no man. I, I well, I always say um, I see the colors I see are, could be better than the colors you see. I just don't conform to the that's true the standards of the traditional palette. No, I'm not like a dog. Like I don't see black and white. So I mean, I definitely see it. I think it looks great. So it, it works for for me. And Is my, it uh, red green? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. There's a great there's, yeah. a, there's a great shirt and um, one of the artists um, I interviewed, Mike Lawrence, who does work for for Tired Hands, and the majority of his stuff almost oh, awesome. is, yeah. is black and white. And the reason it's black and yeah. white, he's colorblind also. And so we really? kind of, yeah, we had this awesome connection on that. It was kind of, and so he just, oh, dude, he just his work is so fucking rad. Yeah, it was so it was like so cool. I was like, I'm colorblind too, and it was like, yeah, you know. And so he they they started <laughs> they'll do like a highlighter color now, just because they didn't want to have all their cans to be black and white now, but. Yeah. Like, but he'll send them over to Gene, and Gene will kind of do the the coloring. But he, I, all this stuff is black and white, and so that was kind of cool. But there's a great, oh, yeah. there's a great red I green. Love yeah. yeah, there's a great red green dot like circle, and it says "fuck the colorblind." But if you're colorblind, you don't see it, and I, I, I love it. <laughs> I I gotta wear it as a shirt, but my son can read now, so I don't think I can pull it off. He'd be like, "Daddy," and I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh yeah, you can't wear this shirt, but I can. Right, like I'd wear yeah. it, I'd just be the dots, and people would be like, that's so, that's like, I'm like, what do you mean? I just like my dot shirt, you know? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, yeah, I, I find a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah. But that's awesome. Now, now, recently, there, I mean, you guys have done collaborations. Now, how, from an art perspective, how does that go, like the decision-making process? 
Um, in terms of like how, sorry, how, um, how like how like the label is going to go. Like I know you just did one with Rar. You've done with uh, Bur- uh, Burial and Trophy, and I believe Seventh Son. Like how who how how does yeah. that? How do you guys decide who gets the? Because they all the cool part is they all have the owl. But how do you decide on kind of like on that design? Is it kind of you know is it a different style um, sheet you guys work on? How do you do that? Um, I think we just we we want to make sure that the other brewery has i guess like um equal real estate that we have like we don't want it we don't want it to look like you know giant owl and then like also rar um we want it to be like you know like you know owl and rar like they are you know equally as important to the production of that beer as we were so we want to make sure that it's not like again like you know nightshade brewing like asterisk like also rar helps we want it to be like you know we did this raw and they like really contributed. We really contributed. And then like, um, also the beer that raw, the most recent one, the most recent cloud that we have out right now, um, two for flinching is awesome. Um, so we wanted to make sure like, you know, again, we want to make sure that like, um, their contribution was, um, visible. Uh, so generally I just try to make sure, I mean, there's no, consistent style guide it's just kind of like you know they will give us their logo and i will um make sure that the owl and their logo are i guess basically equally represented that's very thoughtful so for two for flinching it's just kind of like you know owl and then raw and i think i like had a plus sign next to um the two logos um and and it, we send it to them and they're and, and they'll be like, oh, like, that's awesome. Or, you know, oh, like, you know, I'm, I don't like that. Um, we haven't, fortunately, we haven't gotten, I don't like that yet. Um, but if they didn't like it, we would absolutely change it. Um, so. Yeah, it's um, cool. Yeah, it's a fist. It's a, work yeah, it's a as much as we can. Yeah, it's a fist. But again, it's, you, you have to look at it. It's not like an obvious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, um, the reference is from Sandlot. Um, and we wanted to kind of be like, I don't know. There's uh it's a double IPA. There's pineapple and mango. Um, yeah, two fruits, I mean, two berries. I, I know. Yeah, we just, that was yeah. like a fun reference. Yeah, two for flinching. Um, it's also so good. Um, yeah, I just checked. It. You get I just checked. It's sold out. So that was. I was like, you're like, oh, we still have this. Fifty minutes. Yeah, I'm I like, know. I'm like, oh, I should have had um, an interview yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just we're like. I mean, we're super. We were super happy that it, you know, it sold well. But we were also like. It was a bummer because we knew a lot of people like it was on like a Tuesday and we knew a lot of people, you know, work till five. Like, you know, I mean, I work till, you know, five or six or seven or whatever. Um, And so it was kind of like a bummer to be like, oh, shit, like, you know. Yes, it's awesome. It sold out, but also like, fuck, because, you know, we know a lot of people aren't going to get it. So, yeah, I'm going to come raid your Uh, But it was super cool that, you know, people liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's right. yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I've heard good. I haven't uh, had my, I haven't had any RAR, so I'm I'm looking forward to checking them out. Yeah, they're cool. They're great. Yeah, that's excellent. Now, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, yeah, what what is your favorite? What are your favorite beers you're drinking there? I mean, you must try them all, so that must be a tough question. But what are your what, <laughs> what? Uh, favorite beers at night shift? Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. And then, or favorite beers, um, like, we'll go non-night shift. What, yeah, what, what do you? Um, I'm pretty biased. I really, I 
really like night shift. Um, and this isn't even like some marketing ploy where I'm like, I have to like, you know, <laughs> I have to say I really like night shift. Um, yeah, you're too honest. Really yeah, you're too honest of a person. I've kind of like, yeah, you. I would. Yeah, you know, you, like, oh, yeah, you had to really plan it out. I feel like you'd like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, like reading from like a written statement or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, um, I, I mean, I think two for lynching was really rad. Um, I really like Fluffy. Um, I think um, Low Talker. I think is incredible. I think. Um, I mean, I think all of our core beers are pretty solid. Um, but I've, I've had to pick like, like desert Island beers. Um, if I had to pick like, like I have like two beers and no beers for the rest of my life. I'm making this, you know, I'm making up these constraints because otherwise I'm just yeah, ramble I'm forever not, about I'm not coming. Beers. This sounds like a shitty Island, two beers for the rest of my life. Yeah. It's a terrible Island. Uh, I mean, granted on an Island, I wouldn't be able to brew any of the beers. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be a dry Island. Um, but if I had to choose, um, oh, shit, um, I'd probably pick maybe Maryland, which is like a barley wine. It's like a barrel-aged barley wine. Um, and it's fucking awesome. It's so incredible. And it doesn't feel like it's like, I think it's like 11 and a half or something. Um, or no, I think it's like 10.5%, but it's like, doesn't taste like 10.5 percent um and uh, maryland and maybe low talker um it could just be that like i've had it very recent and like the the you know recently and the, the the image of that beer is very uh fresh in my mind but it's like a really i don't know it's like awesome it's like really light but it also is like really flavorful and it's like, if I'm like on a, if I'm on a desert Island and it's hot as fuck and I'm like, I want a beer to sip on, I'm reaching for a low talker. And then later at night when I'm like, oh, I'm kind of cold and I'm on a desert Island and I want to forget that I'm on a desert Island, I will drink the shit out of Maryland. All right. So those two you? beers, desert Island beers done. Yeah, I'd go with one of the Weisses, I think, for the warmth of the day. And then if you're your cold feature, I might go with the the El Matador. I like that one. That's a good one. Oh, oh, the um, Lechador. Lechador, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like that label. That's yeah, my, that's horchata my, milk stout. Yeah, it's one of my favorite labels, I think, just because it's like the Al. I mean, anytime you get to put on a Mexican wrestling mat, you know, like a, <laughs> it's like you're good to go. Can't take credit for that. That that was before my time, but I also agree. I think um, I believe my brother. It was, we had a conversation about it a long time ago, but I believe his, um, he said his inspiration was um, like old, um, like, like Lechidor wrestling posters. So there's like, the old labels are like a million different fonts because like if you look back on those kind of like Lechidor posters, they have like a million different fonts. And so like, <laughs> if you look at it, it looks kind of like there's a lot going on because it's like, you know, 20 different fonts. But like it's super accurate and it like captures that like you know like old school lechador like wrestling poster vibe um and i like i get like you said i think it's a fucking awesome label and yeah and i also think it's a fucking awesome beer we actually we have it on top right now and it is dangerously good because it's like again it's like 10 and something percent and it's like it tastes like it's you know it, it tastes like candy it's amazing so your so your brother did that label 
He did, yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, he's a great graphic designer in his own right. Um, I think, you know, he's also running a company, so he was just like, I can't, I can't really do this and run a company. Well, yeah, and that's always that's kind of interesting. I always like that when it gets to that point too, where folks are just like, you know, Jacor, you know, three, you know, the three guys have founded it, and then like, you know, the, as they pass off stuff to people, you know, it's like okay. And so the fact he's a designer and able to give you feedback that's like not just like, oh, that's I don't like that, or you know, it doesn't look cool. He can give you all the palette, yeah, that palette um, here, the contrast, or this doesn't pop, and like, you know, yeah. actually like things that you can uses constructive feedback not just like oh that sucks brother go back to <laughs> yeah it'd be fucking infuriating if he was just like if he had no idea what he was talking about and he was just like oh well i feel like that isn't good it's like it's it's i mean it's it's great because we can have like like very informed conversations about the labels because he knows what he's talking about and he's not just like oh like you know uh, i don't like that font because you know I don't like it. It's like, oh, like I don't like the font because you know, here's ten different legitimate reasons, and I'll be like, oh shit, like you're right. Like I will go back to the drawing board, um, and you know, it's it. I, I mean, it boggles my mind that they did that on their own. Like, I mean, I have, I, I'm again, like I said, you know, I, I just got out of work pretty recently, and I'm just doing labels and photography, and so like, you know. <laughs> I can imagine what it would be like doing photography, labels, brewing the beer, doing the accounting, you know, running the tap room. Like I, 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 I can't even fathom. Um, so I'm, I am very fortunate that I just have to have that small niche of the brewery. Um, yeah. To have to worry about. Yeah. We say sometimes being a grown up, being a grown up sucks. It just, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot of work. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. No, I don't envy that. No, um, no. I try. I try to avoid it. You know, I, I have moments of of being a grown up, and so they're kind of good. Try to find a good balance. Now, before yeah, you got you have kids. Yeah, yeah, it's good. They're or a they, kid. Yeah, I have two. I got two. They're they're running around somewhere. Two. Awesome. Figure, they'll worry. They'll tire. They'll tire themselves out, and then I'll put them up to bed. No, <laughs> no, no. I have like I have certain nights of the week that I try to do this, and so it's been it's been working out pretty well nice yeah my wife's been super supportive i used to yeah because you're talking about you used to do music i used to do radio for about really yeah for about 10 years at the college where i went to and i lived in the town so i, I did that and then from there i managed a couple you know bands and so i kind of i just needed to have something kind of creative to put back out into the universe you know so that was fucking so, awesome. so that's why that's why we're getting at it um how'd you get into band managing I because I I did the show and I had been doing it for probably about five I about four or five years at that point and so just kind of organically met you know knew a few club owners you know knew some folks and so at the peak of the show I had four hours every week and so I'd I'd have local or regional artists you know between uh, we were in Connecticut so I, you know anyone who was willing to come or if they were on tour. And it worked. I'd give them like I think I usually give them like an hour, maybe an hour and a half of the of the show. You know, they could either yeah. kind of co-host or play live in the studio. You know, do a set and whatever. And so there's a, a band that I liked from New Jersey, and they said, "Oh, we're trying to get in Connecticut." And I said, "Oh, we'll call you know call Rich over here and call John and you know just or email them. You know, tell them I sent you. You know, may, you know maybe they can get you in as an opener somewhere." And that kind of just kind of 
grew from there. Like I was like, I started giving them more and more recommendations or, Hey, have you thought about this and this, that, and the other. And so, you know, we did that for about six years. So it worked out pretty well. That's awesome, man. Yeah. It was like, fucking rad. Yeah, it was cool. I did everything. I, mean, I did the website, I did the bookings, you know, all that. Yeah, everything, everything except play. You know, I, I, I tried to play, but it was not my thing. <laughs> like I had a guitar, I had a guitar and I could, you know, or I could, you know, play some you know very simple rhythms with the drums just so like late at night when we we're hanging out at the hotel i could you know just be part of the, the session but it was but once they started playing my kind of my, my work was done there and i was like all right <laughs> yeah it was awesome yeah i mean that's 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 fucking so cool man yeah I, it was good i mean i i work in sales now and so like to me cold call if i have the cold calls i'm already here to talk to somebody new like there's no i'm not phased in the least because like it's just like all right i gotta book the book the band in a town we've never played before you know like i, I know what you gotta do like they hang up on you it's like all right you just call back oh sorry we got disconnected and they're like what <laughs> i'm like yeah you just hung up on me I'm like no no uh i'm like okay good i'm like because we're adults and adults would never hang up on somebody on the phone like that's totally a child, childish <laughs> thing to do and they're like totally yeah, they're taken back by it I, I respect that, man. I respect your, uh, your, uh, your, I guess, like, uh, I can't think of the right word, but being able to, like, say that and be like, hey, like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I mean, life, I mean, life's too short to take some things too seriously all the time. And so I just more like, the first couple of times I did that, I was just like, this is like great. Like, they're, they're, cause it was very obvious hang up. I was like, they're just like, Shh. And I was like, huh. I'm like, I would see what happens if I just call them back, see what they say. I'm like, oh, and I'd be like, oh, we got disconnected. And they're like, yeah, yeah, right, right. So it's just funny, you know, just practices and people making people awkward sometimes is funny too. Yeah. We get a definitely. good story out of it. Now, when you're creating, <laughs> what what is your what's your vibe like? Are you listening to tunes? Are you need peace and quiet? You know, how do you how do you roll? Um pretty much always listening to music. Um I try to like uh it always changes. Um, yeah, it always changes. Like, uh, we're, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Um, like, uh, we did a Timbo slice label that was like kind of 80s themed. And I got like really into like 80s, like electro during that one. Um, the, the German beers, I don't really get into like super um, traditional German music, but um, I generally, yeah, I generally always have music playing. Um, it kind of varies. It's like what, yeah, I don't know, whatever I'm into at the moment. Um, but if it's like a very specific like theme for the beer that we're doing, I'll try to like kind of follow it. Like we have a beer coming out, like, um, that's like funk related. And so I'm trying to like, uh, like I was <laughs> a lot of like P funk and like Sly and the family stone and like just that kind of music. I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it actually has any effect on the actual design, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's fun to just listen to it and be like, feel like you're doing some sort of like, I don't know, extra channeling for the vibe. Um, but I mean, it's just good fucking music and it's just kind of yeah. fun to listen to regardless. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're awesome in concert too. So it's good. Really? You, you had the, uh, the pleasure of seeing them? Yes. Lollapalooza. 
like 94 95 not to date myself but yeah it was like it was that was it yeah. <laughs> it was killer yeah I think wait um p funk or slide of the family stone p funk slide of family stone definitely i mean that i've heard the i don't yeah Sly and the Family Stone, he's like I, crazy, I, right? Yeah. Like he's like he's like little like. I have no idea. I haven't yeah. followed up on them recently, um, but I I would assume probably. I mean, George Clinton is also totally fucking out of his mind. Awesome oh, dude, yeah. totally out of his mind. Yep, the whole crack thing will get you. Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I missed out on that. He, he got into crack, huh? That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that's like that's the, totally minimizing like his lifetime of you know greatness to to bring it down. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but crack. It's, but yeah. Unfortunately, anyone gets into crack. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big. But I mean, hey, I, music. Yeah. Music's great. I'll keep listening to it. Oh yeah, my wife. I saw him separately. My wife saw him. I think he. I think he's coming back around this summer, and she's still claiming oh, it's nice. one of the best concerts she ever saw. So yeah. I I do not doubt that George yeah. Clinton is a. Yeah, he's like a he's a charismatic dude. He's like a car. He's like almost like a cartoon. Like he's just like almost like it's like, <laughs> know, it's right? like he's not lifelike. Yeah, yeah. He's just like beyond. He's like yeah. You just like you see photos of him. And you're like you're just like beyond. He's just something else. He's like beyond. He just he's like a next level he's human from, being. He's, <laughs> something he's, else. He's from the mothership, dude. That's what I mean. That's like fact. <laughs> right? I mean, that, that's just yeah. Now, 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 yeah. Now, before I let you go, I'd be doing you a disservice if we didn't talk about you know your your photography. You know what is what is, you know how does you probably you're so busy now you probably don't have as much time as you used to for. But what what you, know, you like to capture, uh, you know, other than the still life stuff. But like, I like the you know the capture of people and kind of just you know on the street or just yeah portraits. And I think that yeah, you know, uh-huh. I, I really like the composition and the stuff. The moments you capture, you know, both. Thanks, man. Planned and kind of, you know, just um, out there on the street. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I think I'm a generally kind of friendly dude. Um, so, I mean, I still, you know, like inherently I'm like a, you know, also a friendly, but, you know, reserved human being. So, you know, approaching people on the street and being like, Hey, can I take a photo? Isn't, you know, my strong suit. Um, but I had a project, I think like a, I haven't done it enough recently, but I, I used to have a project that I'm trying to do more of now um, where I would go into, I would walk down to the square where I, li- I live near Central Square in Boston and I would hold a sign um, and I would bring a prop. I would bring like, you know, like a, a weird old like 1920s fire extinguisher or like a old suitcase um, and I would bring some flashes and stuff like that and I would hold a sign I would say free portrait um, and I would, you know, people you know i'd stand there for an hour i would give myself a time i'd put a timer on my phone i'd say okay i'd give myself an hour and a half or i'd give myself you know uh an hour or two hours or whatever and i would walk down there with all the stuff set it all up hold the signs for free portrait and then you know people would walk by and you know nine out of ten people would look at you like you're out of your fucking mind and then you know one out of ten people it, it was it was consistent how they would look at you. It was kind of funny how like every single person looked at you the same way when they were going to do it, but they'd look at you in passing and they'd keep walking and then slow down a little bit. And they, they'd look at you the first time, like a little bit longer than everyone else. Just like a hair, like it's like a, just like half a second longer. And you know, you'd be like, they're going to look back and they kind of slow down and look back. And then they'd look back and then they'd, they'd look away and you could almost see them and, 
you could see them like running through it. Like, is this guy out of his fucking mind? Like, it's just, who is this guy that holds a sign? And they were like kind of intrigued. And, you know, they slowly turn back around and they walk back and they'd be like, Hey, so like, what's, what's your deal here? And I'd be like, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm a photographer. And I'm at the time I was trying to get my master's in photography. So I wanted to build a portfolio to submit to different master's programs. And I was like, Hey, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to build my portfolio and I'm you know here to take some photos. Here's my business car. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not totally out of my mind. Like maybe I am, but I'm not, you know, going to murder you or anything. Um, and you know, I'll take your photo. The only caveat is that you have to interact with this prop that I brought. So you can do anything you want, but you have to interact with it. You can't just stand there and, you know, smile. Um, and it was cool. The people, you know, like, you know, sometimes they wouldn't know what to do and they just kind of, they look kind of uncomfortable and then you'd be like, all right, like, you know, it's okay. Like, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to judge you. Like, just go a little bit outside yourself. Like, this is already, like, generally the people who would approach you weren't, they didn't seem like people who normally, they weren't like, you know, theater majors or people who like typically do this type of thing they'd kind of be like people who, who just kind of saw something and they were like, ah, oh, like I kind of, I wanted, I kind of want to know what's going on. And so you, you'd be like, Hey, like, you know, I know this isn't typically like you, but like, you know, try something different, like do something that, you know, you're already here. You're already you know, doing something you normally wouldn't do. And so like maybe go a little bit further. And so, you know, sometimes they do like, you know, like uh, this one guy ended up like using his cell phone as like a light to like illuminate his face from this suitcase um, that I brought. And, you know, I mean, every photo wasn't amazing. They weren't like, you know, works of art, but it was cool. It got me out of my shell. It got me to interact with, you know, random people on the street and kind of having to interact with them. And I think it was kind of cool because these people got to be a part of something. Um, and they, I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm just making up a character of these people, but I feel like most of the time they, they kind of did something too, that they were like, normally I wouldn't do this. And it's kind of like, they, they also kind of went out of their shell. And so we were kind of like, Hey, we're here together. We're both out of our shell and we're both kind of vulnerable right now, but that's okay. And like, let's see where this takes us um and you know and then they i mean rarely would i ever hear from them again i always give them a business card and i was like hey if you want to copy the photo email me and you know one out of every 10 times they email me and be like hey like you know can i get the photo and i'd send it to them um but it always be like hey like you know we did that like you and i like we shared that experience and you were kind of you felt a little awkward and then you know I didn't know how to interact with you at first and you didn't know how to interact with me. And then like through the photo taking process, we kind of reached the middle ground where we understood each other a little more. And that was cool. That was really cool because you'd have all these different people like every night, you know, sometimes it'd be like three people. Sometimes it'd be like 25 people. Um, and I don't know. It was fucking awesome. It was like, you had to, meet these different types of people and you'd have to like, again, like learn, you, you learn 
learn about these people. And you, you know, some people were like, Hey, I just came back from a job and I, you know, I worked three jobs and I have, you know, uh, I have kids and I'm trying to like, you know, make ends meet. And some people would be like, Hey, I'm, you know, one guy was like, you know, I'm <laughs> like a millionaire or something. And he was like, I'm just, you know, maybe he was making it up. I have no fucking, I have no, like, I have no way of verifying any of their stories, but it was cool. Cause like so many different fucking people were there and every single person there had something in common where they were like, I, they saw this dude, this weird dude with a bunch of equipment in the middle of central square holding a sign. And they found something about that intriguing. And I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. It um, is cool. And, uh, yeah. Sharing. Yeah. I think the, I guess the vulnerability and the unknown and, and having it be shared together is kind of nice. You know, I don't know. I think, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, I'm not used to this. Like I'm not a, like I'm not a super, you know, um, extroverted outgoing person. So for me, it wasn't like I will meet you and I don't give a fuck. It was like, Oh shit. Like I feel super, like I'd hold the sign. I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing here? This is out of like, why am I here right now? Like, this is nuts. Like, uh, why am I doing this? And then someone would come up and be like, Hey, what are you doing? And I'd be like, all right, like, here we go. All right, let's do this. And I'd, yeah. And I'd be like, all right, like, <clears throat> like, got to do this and then at the end i'd be like oh shit like that was fucking awesome like they were super cool and i met this cool person and and then i'd stand there for another 10 minutes and be like what the fuck am i doing here and then someone would come up and be like hey like what are you doing and i'd be like all right let's do this um and then i think i just ended up working more and then it got cold and i just i haven't done it in a few months but um i would absolutely i i really want to do that again and uh i'm disappointed a little bit in myself that i haven't done it in a while um, but I should, because I think, um, it was good for myself and I'd like to think it was kind of cool for them too. Yeah. You should do one day outside this, take a, when you take, take a break outside the brewery or in your, or somewhere like just nearby where you're working. Yeah. Doesn't have yeah to take be, a week yeah. off or something and just kind of take some photos or something. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I like the, the, the couple, the Tyrone and his wife. I like that one. That's a one recent. Oh, one. thanks. Yeah. They were, uh, they were fucking fascinating. Um, yeah, I was just walking by and he was like, they were, um, they were hanging out during the day. Um, it was a really hot day. I got actually super sunburned on my neck um, from walking around that day and he was hanging out. Um, and he was just like, Hey man, like, I see you got a camera. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, I do. Um, and just, you know, again, he was just like a random guy and he was just like, you know, he was, he I think a bunch of him and all of his friends were from the local homeless shelter and they hang out there during the day. I think just cause they just want something to do. Um, and he, I think, I forget which he was overseas somewhere. I forget where he was. Um, I wish I remembered, but, um, he ended up talking to me about, he got some, he got like, he used to shoot with an Olympus camera and he ended up talking about how much he loved it. And, Again, it was fucking cool. We, 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 you know, I, I connected with this completely strange human, not strange, but like a stranger human being, um, over this, like our love of cameras. And that was cool for me. Um, and I was, I tried to, I, I was going to print them out. I was going to print out the prints of those photos and give them to him. Cause I know what, I know what homeless shelter he was saying that. So I was going to like, go there and either be like, Hey, you know, 
is he here? Or like, if you know where he is, can you give these to him? Uh, but I went to CVS and my fucking USB couldn't be read with the photos. Um, so I got to figure that out. I'm going to go tomorrow and do that. But um, I think, I don't know if I were a dude who got taken, who got his photo. I asked him if he had an email address and he said he didn't have an email address. Um, so I have no way of, I, I don't know. I think if I were like a dude hanging out in the sun um, and some random guy walked by and took my photo, I'd be like, I don't know. His, his wife really wanted a photo of them together. And so I think if I were them, it'd be fucking awesome if the guy showed up with some photos and was like, you know, here are some prints of you guys together. Um, yeah, I think it'd be great. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think the photos are great, but I think even just to bring it full circle, allow them to have that, you know, I think that, yeah, I think just to empower people and make them, you know, have that, you know, makes, makes what's probably a tough go, you know, a little more, you know, normalized. And so, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll have that. I mean, ideally or, not, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but you got yeah. It's only for a moment. You're like, that's cool, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I think they'll you know, they'll have that story and they'll show the picture and you know who knows it could be you know yeah but yeah. I, yeah but I think with with the the CVS you can do that online and then you can just pick it up. It's like I think you still do CVS. Yeah, but it's like a week. And I just <laughs> I was like, I want to fucking write. <laughs> I was like, it's right next to the homeless shelter, so I was like, I want to fucking print it out right now. I want to give it to him right now. And so I gave, I like walked to the CVS and I like put the USB card in and it, it was like, can't read. And I tried like all fucking three of those stupid kiosks and none of them were red. I don't know why, um, but I got to fucking, I don't know how I'm going to problem solve it because like, I'll just have to like put it on like 10 different mediums and just show up and hope that any seven of them work. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, I'll figure that out. Awesome. Well, keep us updated, man. All right. I really appreciate you yeah. make, making the time, Tim. I yeah. Was, was totally. Thank you so much. I'm so honored you wanted to include me. Oh, wow. Don't, yeah. We'll, we'll edit that part out. I don't know why you'd be honored. I think it's, I, I, that means a lot. I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's important. I think it's, it's really great. It's something that makes me happy. You know, I like the, the art. I think that what people are doing is really unique. I think now more than ever, it's, it is a canvas. And yeah, I just, yeah, I think it's important. And I, I like that you're also a photographer, you know. I had a, Thanks, I had I had a wild summer at, where I was the f- photography camp counselor. That was good. The reason I took the job is really? it, it paid more than the regular camp counselor. And they're like, we need it. We we realize Ooh. we don't. Yeah, it was awesome. I had a pen. I had like twelve Pentex. Big bucks. Yeah, it was like fifty cents more an hour, but it was awesome. It was like, <laughs> but I had like unlimited. I had like I think I had like ten or twelve Pentex unlimited film and they would pay and then I would and like and I would pay they would just send it off and get them all uh, you you were living the dream yeah it was awesome I was like in college it was dude it was great that was one of the best jobs I ever had because it was all like like, it was like young it was like young college guys college guys and college girls and you know like it was basically just like you know it was summertime it was kind of serious but was it and yeah I was basically taking pictures all the time it was awesome that was a great summer. It was black and white. I love black and white. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I mean, it was basically. Oh God! Yeah, that's how I started, man. All I I did black and white only for four years. Wow. Black and white film. Yeah, I developed it all myself. I got into like weird fucking processes. I got into like lift printing and like like I remember like all the chemicals I was using. I had to like put in a special fucking thing at my school because they were like 
like if any like if you touch them without like <laughs> fucking mask yeah super like toxic die. yeah right yeah yeah i was with children so they weren't like oh we're not gonna have like a you know a, a, a room for you to do the things i was like all right cool yeah the head of the, the camera come by come by yeah yeah the head yeah right kids all passing out yeah he'd come by collect all the film and <laughs> i'd get him back a couple of days later it was awesome it was the best <laughs> that's fucking awesome man I'm envious just hearing about it. I'm like, that sounds like, that's like one of those summers you just look back on and you're like, yeah, that's like, that's like a movie right there. You know, yeah, it was, it's it was, like yeah, wet, hot American summer in like a nutshell. Yeah, it was, oh, it was great. Cause I was even like, I was like, okay, like we can only take, have these kids taking pictures of like trees and things. So I was like, I made like this, <laughs> this massive like photo scavenger hunt. And it was like, it was awesome. <laughs> fucking awesome yeah dude. i was i was pretty slight that was one of my first like real creative ideas and i was like i had to present it to the head of the camp and he's like he this i'm like yeah then have, <laughs> i'm like they'll have a slideshow at the end of the summer and he's like oh my god he's like this is incredible he's like i spent <laughs> he's like i spent weeks trying to make that damn slideshow i'm like yeah the kids will do it for us and he's like oh my god I never thought of that <laughs> like i had a whole list he was like you know, all the heads of the camp, run, you know, I need the, them doing stuff like kids playing soccer. Like, all right, boom, everyone, they get like a point for it. The kids, they, <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Dude, thinking fucking smart. That's what you did. There, I did. You I did. thought some... smart and you made some great photos. Yeah. Some memories for people. Well, again, Tim, I thank you so yeah. much. Um, hopefully I'll be able to get up to yeah, the... Yeah, thank you, man. Hopefully I, hope... I gave you something. Yeah, dude, we did good. This is good yeah, stuff, I mean, man. Yeah, it was a long, it was yeah. a long interview, which is great. So that, that's always a good sign to me—the length. And that doesn't sound, but just kind of, there's not much forced dialogue. And like, hopefully, I, I would like to get up there and you know see you guys. So hopefully, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a heads up and we'll let me know, man. Yeah, I'd love to see your process or just crack a couple cold ones and you know meet meet everybody. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Dude, let me know. You know, just let me know. Give me a heads up, and uh, we'll we'll definitely share a beer. Cool. On on the house, of course. I'll give you. I'll give you. A, nice. All the. I'll give. I'll give you four for flinching. Um, yeah, nice. It'll be good. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I want to. I want to get up there and definitely yeah. uh, get some. Get some gear. Like I said, I love the. I know it wasn't your logo, but I like the fact that it was your your brother and everything. So it makes it even cooler. That's a great story. I mean, I love my brother and my sisters. So to get to work with your yeah, right? sibling every day is pretty awesome, and you're doing something you love. So it's. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking waking dream, man. I can't, I can't think of anything better. Yoda he ho, Yoda he he. And there we have it, folks. The quintessential, all in-depth, eye-opening Tim Oxton interview, Night Shift Brewing Company. Thank you so much to Tim. Thank you for the folks at Night Shift. Thank you to you. That's right. Give yourself a pat on the back. We appreciate you taking the time to download, stream, share, like, retweet, regram. Whatever it is you're doing, we appreciate those who take the opportunity to spread the word. We have some great folks who are really on board, really supportive. There's some great artists who have been really supportive. And that just really means a lot. So I just humbly thank you all for making, you know, making it possible and showing interest. Because each artist that agrees to participate, they validate the idea. They validate the concept. They validate what we're trying to do here at the podcast. So on top of that, when I reach out to other folks, that's almost, you know, that's me showing up to a meeting with these folks having my back. I reach out to, you know, 
Joe or Jane Doe with this brewery or this artist. And I say, okay, well, here are the other 25 artists I've already had that agreed to do this. You can go to the website. You can see what we've done. You can listen to the podcast and see. So it, that's, it's like the, the, you know, the little small you know, pebble. And we're rolling and we're rolling. And it's getting bigger and bigger. We're picking up steam. And we're all doing it together. And my hope is whenever you're joining us, wherever, you know, if this is your first episode, salute, welcome. Grab yourself a beer, get comfortable. But then go back into the archives and you'll find yourself another 20 plus episodes that are great. I mean, the host, I don't know if you've heard about him, but he's really special. He's doing something really unique. You know, he's got his face made for radio, you know, only a mother could love, but he's, but he's doing it. He's hustling. And he's really proud to bring these artists to you, so... This week we have for you Sarah Shannon. She's doing some great work down at Triple Cross Brewing. She has her own company, Foggy London Town. You can check her out at foggylondontown.com. But again, good thanks goes out to everybody. We really appreciate it. We'll share some good stories with the upcoming. We had the pleasure of going and seeing some of my favorite band, Fish, part of the Baker's Dozen at Madison Square Garden, talk about amazing art. And then we're heading up to Maine. In a couple of days, I'm really excited to be there. Maine is one of my happy places. If I'm reading my book, it's probably about chapter four, maybe, right there. You know, Maine, so we're heading up there. Hope to catch some of the great artists up there, drink some of their beer, have a lobster roll. It'll be a wicked pizza. But until next week, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see where this takes us. Now, you're probably wondering, I usually play some music, and it ties into the artist, and it, you know, makes sense. You know, we heard Sly and the Family Stone, we heard, you know, P-Funk, you know, with those obvious hits. But if you listen to the interview, you know, the underlying kind of one of the, I don't know if it was even a joke or intended, but, you know, Kolsch and German beers came up, you know, time and time again. So we thought it'd be a lot of fun to, you know, go to the brewery, meet some of the crew over there, drink some big steins of, of Night Shift, some of their, their German styles. So we did a little Google adventure, found ourselves some German drinking folk song music. And so that's what we have here for this last one. So I haven't lost my mind, at least not from this. So until next week, ticky-tacky, ticky-tacky, hi-hi-hi. And my hope is that that is German. Until next week. Thank you so much. 16OunceCanvas.com. Check us out on Instagram. Hashtag 16OZCanvas. Tic-tac-toe. Pound sign. Get in touch. Don't be a stranger. Remember, take a little extra second and take another time to appreciate those artists who help bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. It means a lot to all of us. So until next time, cheers. Und will mich auch nimmer mit Grillen mehr plagen. Man kann ja im Herzen stets lachen und scherzen und denken dabei, die Gedanken sind frei. Und denken dabei, die Gedanken sind frei.